to the Mile High Podcast Reviews. What's up, everybody? This is Dave from the Mile High Podcast Reviews. I am coming to you from the Smoke Shack here in snowy Denver, Colorado. I uh, First and foremost, hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I know I sure did. Uh, I, I drank a little bit too much. Um, I definitely ate too much, uh, but I really just enjoyed slowing down a little bit and spending some time with friends and family uh, because right now we got only uh, three and a half weeks left until Christmas, and then it's going to be New Year's, and then before you know, man, it's July again. So uh, time is just ripping by. So really slow down, guys, and enjoy the holidays. Uh, be safe out there. Um, my intention for tonight was to review Martin Scorsese's new mafia flick called The Irishman uh, that dropped on Netflix this week. Um, I got about an hour and a half into it, and my eyes were drooping. I was starting to bob for apples, and uh, I checked it out the timer to see how much I had left. And that fucking movie is three and a half hours long. Uh, I probably should have done my homework before. We'll start in the movie. I didn't realize it was three and a half hours long, so I'm still about two hours away. Um, eventually, I'll get you guys the uh, review of The Irishman, but uh, yeah, that one's going to have to be taken in installments. Uh, but I really wanted to give you guys a show this week. Um, Chris Law and James and Nancy Wilson, uh, Not From Heart, uh, put together a really funny Frozen 2 review, so if you haven't checked that out, definitely go and uh, give that a listen. Uh, but I wanted to give you guys a show, and a movie came out tonight that I had been hearing a, a bunch of buzz about. And uh, the reviews um, for this movie have been just absolutely outstanding. So uh, the movie is called Knives Out, and it's written and directed by Ryan Johnson. Uh, most of you guys know Ryan Johnson from The Last Jedi Infamy. Um, he's also directed uh, Looper, which is a uh, science fiction flick with Bruce Willis and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, this movie is absolutely fantastic. Knives Out is just great. Uh, I took my kid to see it. Uh, it's a PG-13, but even then it's pretty tame. Uh, it's a really excellently crafted murder mystery. Um, part of the fun... Uh, of seeing this movie was uh, I went in and I thought I figured it out within like the first you know few minutes and then I was wrong and then I just kept being wrong and uh, I tried to solve the the mystery and uh, usually I'm pretty good about that kind of stuff and I wasn't able to uh, really get anything right and uh, when I talked to my son at the end of the movie uh, he had done the same thing and we were both completely wrong so that's a mark of a really good mystery it just kind of keeps you guessing. Um, so let's uh, let's get into it. Uh, Ryan Johnson, uh, he's a, a brilliant director. Uh, he got shit on a lot about The Last Jedi. Um, but he made a Ryan Johnson Star Wars movie. Uh, Ryan Johnson is a very visual director. And you may not like the plot of The Last Jedi. You may not like this and that. But you can't say that The Last Jedi wasn't an absolutely beautiful movie. And when you go back to his work with Looper... Again, just a visually stunning movie. And so he brought that uh, that style, that visual style into Knives Out, which I'm really, other than like maybe 
uh, murder uh, on the Nile or death on the Nile, uh, Agatha Christie movie back in, I think the 70s, 60s or 70s. Um, I haven't seen a beautiful mystery like that where it ties so much of the setting into the actual story itself. Um, Ryan Johnson does a great job of using light and dark, um, great shadow play. Um, he uses light to mean something. If something is lit up, then you know that there's something going on and or, or an emotion that's going on, or maybe it's helping you find a clue. Uh, he just does a really good job of using light and dark and Thank you definitely his shadow play. Uh, he definitely sets a mood with for his visuals. Inquiries, um, please contact the way he uses like fog or sunshine. Darkness and light. I mean, he's just really good about how he weaves that into a story. And then on top of that, he'll layer in some really good music. Uh, I think the best director utilizing music is Edgar Wright, the director of Baby Driver. But Ryan Johnson's right behind him. Uh, he's able to use different tempo music, so jazz when you want to uh, speed up the scene a little bit, or classical music when... We're getting down into the actual mystery. Uh, he's really able to uh, intertwine the visuals with the music with just absolutely brilliant acting. Um, Ryan Johnson, after all the shit that he got from The Last Jedi, could have easily just said, fuck off Hollywood. I'm just going to make small independent movies from now on. But he took a fucking a lot of balls to make this movie. It is, one, it's different than his other work because it's usually more uh, sci-fi or even a little bit horror um some of his movies in the past but this movie is just a straight up mystery and um using his style but applying it to a mystery and using his really clever writing um it, it was an easy script and he got some really good actors to deliver his lines uh led by james bond himself daniel craig uh he plays a uh, private investigator, a southern boy, private investigator. And for like the first few minutes, you're like, James Bond is fucking talking like he's from uh, the South. But then after a few minutes, you just kind of lose yourself in his performance. Uh, he does a really clever, suave kind of uh, southern gentleman. Uh, Chris Evans makes this uh, funny joke where he is uh, calling it CSI KFC because it. Daniel Craig just has that real southern Kentucky fried accent. It's pretty funny. Um, like I said, Chris Evans is in it. Um, it's really fun to see him in a, a non-superhero role. Uh, he's really clever in this. He has great uh, comedic timing. Um, he plays an asshole, which is kind of fun to see him after uh, being you know, Captain America for so long. Him coming in just being a, a funny asshole. Uh, my only criticism really of this movie was I wish there was more Chris Evans in it because he was so good. Um, listen to this lineup of people, man. They got like Keith Stanfield, who's a brilliant actor who was in Get Out and Thank You for Calling, which is a weird fucking movie, but definitely check that one out. Uh, Michael Shannon, Tony Collette, Jamie Lee Curtis, Don Johnson, and the main guy who, who died within like the first few minutes was Christopher Plummer. Um, you'll, you'll see a lot of Christopher Plummer. It's Christmas, and so he's in Sound of Music. Uh, so you'll probably be seeing a lot of Christopher Plummer around. Um, but they're all overshadowed by this actress that is mostly, mostly known for her foreign work. Uh, her name is Anna de Armas. Uh, she plays the uh, nurse, the Christopher Plummer's nurse named Marta. 
Um, she, other than Daniel Craig, she steals the scene from all these other big time actors and she's able to play big and she's able to play small. She's funny. Uh, she delivers good lines. Um, she shows a lot of emotion. Uh, she's just a really great actress. I've never seen or heard of her. Her IMDb is basically all foreign movies, but, uh, she definitely commands the screen when she's on there and just seeing her and, uh, Daniel Craig play. It's really fun to watch. So let's talk about what Knives Out is about. So Knives Out is a great whodunit about Christopher Plummer, who plays a rich uh, mystery author. And then him being a mystery author, like right off the bat, you're like, uh, you know, nothing's going to be what it, it seems at the surface. And so once you're on guard, you're trying to think about, um, you know, these different twists and turns. And so you're kind of anticipating twists and turns or you're inventing them yourself. And uh, that's part of the fun of this movie. Um, Christopher Plummer is going around and telling each of his family members that um, he's no longer going to support them, that they need to learn how to support themselves. And he basically cutting them out of his will and then all of a sudden he shows up dead. Uh, everybody thinks that he died from a suicide, uh, but Daniel Craig, who plays a really famous private investigator, is anonymously hired to investigate Christopher Plummer's murder. So I'm going to stop saying Christopher Plummer. His name is Harlan Thrombry. Uh, he's the main guy. I'll just call him Harlan Thrombry. I think Christopher Plummer is easier, but... Um, so Daniel Craig is coming in to investigate this murder, which everybody thinks is a suicide. But uh, on the surface, man, like nothing is what it seems. And it was a stellar mystery movie. And then like 30 minutes into it, they tell you how he died. They tell you who did it. And so you're like, oh, shit. Like, uh, you know, I thought this was going to be a murder mystery. Now let's say, how do you get away with murder mystery? And so it spends like the next part of the movie talking about how uh, this person is going to get away with this murder. And then at the third act, you're, it goes back into a murder mystery. You, like, nothing is what it seems. Um, they even make a uh, really, uh, Daniel Craig makes this line where it's like a, the hole within the donut hole within a donut. I mean, there's so many different layers that you don't really know what to expect. Um, everybody in the family is a, a suspect, and they're all credible suspects. And, you know, I, I thought it was... Uh, somebody who uh, ended up killing him, and I was completely wrong. Like I, at the end, when they do the big uh, monologue reveal, um, I was completely wrong, and I shouldn't have been because I'm pretty good at that kind of stuff. But uh, I was way wrong on this one. So everybody has a motive, um, but in the end, you're like, "What? That was really clever how they did it. Like how they're able to sew all these different bits and pieces together and just weave together this really crafty." murder mystery tale. So uh, what are some of the things I liked? It was just absolutely beautiful. Like I said, Ryan Johnson, just a uh, really visual director, um, really clever writing. He wrote this one too, and he's a lone writer credited on this, and he's really snappy, really clever dialogue, um, clever in the way of being able to layer scenes. Um, so, you, you know, it's kind of like a magic show where the actor and actress are saying one thing, but in the background, something else is happening that's kind of maybe uh, leading you in a certain direction. So really clever in that regard. 
um, everybody does a great job of acting. I mean, you, when you have that much acting power, uh, there's no way that you're going to blow it. But he really gets the best of every one of his actors. Uh, even Don Johnson, who's really great in, in The Watchmen, uh, he kind of he wasn't around for a while, but he comes in and he makes a really uh, commanding performance. Jamie Lee Curtis is great in it. Um, Tony Collette, who I mostly know from like uh, horror movies like The Sixth Sense, and uh, uh, she comes in and she plays kind of a, a ditzy uh, liberal snowflake, and she's really funny at it, and she does a really good job. So there's not a bad acting performance here, and uh, it's funny. Like, you know, not only is it a really great mystery tale, but it's actually legit funny. Um, when we're you know, towards the end, when uh, Daniel Craig makes his uh, uh, his monologue, how how he solved the murder mystery, um, it, it's funny. It, he the crowd, the whole uh, theater was laughing out loud and like legit laughing out loud. Um, so really great. Um, like I said. Really, my only con was I wish Chris Evans was in it. Uh, he was only in bits and pieces in the first half. He played a little bit more of a presence in the second half. Um, but I wish there would have been more Chris Evans, especially Chris Evans with his family, because uh, he's kind of like the dirtbag black sheep of the family. And so um, just his interaction, his back and forth with his family, really funny stuff, really clever writing. Um I would have to say probably one of my top three or four movies of the year. Uh, it was that good. And uh, I highly recommend this movie. Um, so that's it. Knives Out. What a great fucking movie. Uh, definitely recommend it. Uh, James and I are going to get together this week. Uh, we're going to plan our uh, our season two. And uh, we're going to actually have a year-end show. And so when we talk about our best of... 2019, this is definitely going to be right up there at the top. So, Knives Out, great movie. Uh, what do we got coming up? Um, this Friday, James and I are going to see As I Lie Dying and After the Burial in Amur at the uh, Summit Music Hall here in Denver, Colorado. It's going to be James's first heavy metal show. So, I'm super fucking excited. Uh, expect a few videos from us. Um, this is going to be a great time. I'm really excited for him to check out this metal band or this metal show. Uh, I love heavy metal and I love going to shows. And so fun to, for him to enjoy that. Um, I have a new show with Chris Pace. Uh, it's called The Dive Bar. It's a deep dive, more of a research kind of podcast. And so we got that coming up here on the 21st. Uh, we're going to dive into The Goonies. Uh, which is a movie that Chris and I both just absolutely adore from our childhood. When we think of like our favorite childhood movies, that's definitely towards the top. Uh, James is working a, on a really fun Disney show where he takes the Disney afternoon cartoons and kind of discusses them uh, little blocks at a time. So definitely keep an eye out for that. So we got some really cool stuff. Um, James and I are actually sitting together um, this week. And we're planning out all of our shows and all of our guests and when they're going to show up. Uh, we got Anthony Hollywood, Tony P coming up uh, as our first guest of the season. Uh, one of my friend Courtney, uh, friends Courtney, uh, she is a Harry Potter nerd. So we're going to do some high Harry Potter trivia. Um, as you can see, here's my fucking Hogwarts poster. Uh, I got Harry Potter posters all over my writing room out here. So uh, it'll be fun to do some high Harry Potter trivia. Um, we have some other guests, like, uh, we have some old school smokers coming in. My dad's going to come in. Uh, you can't get more old school smoker than my dad, uh, former hippie, cool as fuck though. Uh, 
you know, we've got some cool shit we're working on. We're, uh, James is updating the studio. Uh, so uh, we'll be able to start filming for our YouTube channel. And then on top of that, you know, hopefully you have some live videos while we're recording our podcast too. Uh, James is working on some uh, documentary stuff with uh, Mike Santori, if he ever gets his ass out here. I mean, we're super busy. I'm writing a book right now, trying to sell another book. I mean, we're very, very busy. So uh, we just hope that uh, you guys are entertained by the stuff they're putting out for you. Um, coming up next year, we're going to be doing some, uh, hopefully some sponsorship things where you can start sponsoring shows. Uh, that'll be uh, kind of the next step for our show. So, uh, you know, if you're interested in sponsoring us, please go to the Mahai Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're looking for weed advertisers. We're looking for uh, dispensary owners. We're looking for people who uh, sell, like, bongs and pipes. and sh- you know, So we're looking for any kind of sponsorship for the show. Uh, please also check us out at uh, on Twitter at High Podcast, on Instagram at Mahai Podcast, and then at Facebook at Mahai Podcast. So uh, that's it. Uh, next time you see us, uh, it's going to be our metal show. I uh, hope you guys have a safe week. Uh, fucking uh, go check out uh, Knives Out. Um, if you're like me, go ahead and start watching The Irishman. Uh, and then lastly, go fucking check out The Mandalorian. The new episode of Mandalorian was sick this week. And Baby Yoda, the fucking cutest thing ever. So, alright, thanks guys, have a good night. Thank you for listening to Baha'i Podcast Review. For sponsorship inquiries and comments, please go to themahipodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is themahipodcast at gmail.com.